0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I am your host, Diana Tucker. We're going to have an awesome and blessed podcast today, but before we get started, I would like to thank God for His grace, His guidance, and His mercy. And I believe that He is the one true living God. I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in and spending time to listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. I pray and I hope that this podcast will be a blessing to you like it's a blessing to me. So let's get ready to receive the message that God has in store for us today. And again, welcome to Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast.
1: Greetings, everyone. Greetings. This is Diana. I am so happy to be back doing my podcast. I miss it so much I miss sharing the word of God with you and I missed it a lot. A lot of things happened, you know, since last month, a lot of things I needed to do in my personal life, but I am back and I want to thank you, the listeners, for just tuning in and still continue to listen to the podcast. And I thank you all so much for just sharing the podcast with others because, again, it's, it's not only a blessing to me, it's also a blessing to you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So today's scripture reading is coming from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 4 to 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 4 to 10. And I will be reading from the New King James Version. It says, but in all things we commend ourselves as ministers of God, in much patience, in tribulations and needs, and distresses, and stripes and imprisonments and tumulants, in labors, in sleeplessness, in fasting, by purity, by knowledge, by long suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love. By the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness, on the right hand and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well known, as dying and behold we live, as chastened and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing all things. So what was Paul talking about in these verses? He did a lot of contrast. So so what was he talking about? Well, in a nutshell, he was saying that you're going to be all right. You are going to be all right. Why? Because God is with us. God is with you. You're going to catch it. You're going to go through everything. Like what he said, sleeplessness, um, being in prison, uh, tribulation and needs and distress. And sometimes you don't have to actually be in an actual prison like, like the Christians back during Paul time, but you can actually cause yourself to be in a mental prison by going through depression, going through anxiety. You know, there's other ways of imprisonment can happen in your life. But as Paul was encouraging the Christians in Corinthians, he also wrote this to encourage us, like in spite of all the things we were going to go through God is with us. So what I want to do is I want to break down each verse and let's talk about it. So the first verse I want to start off with is, of course, verse four. So he starts off by saying everything that we do, we demonstrate who we serve and we serve God. But you got to remember, too, as we serve God, as we go further along in our ministry, as we go further along in our calling, we're going to endure. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be roses, candy-coated lifestyle. We're going to endure. Why? Because Christ endured. So if we go to Romans chapter 5, verses 3 and 4... And I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations produces perseverance and perseverance, character and character hope. We're going to endure, but our, our, our tribulations is going to make us stronger or it can make us weaken in our faith. And I know that I am not the only one that go through that. Because as long as you serve Christ, part of that job description is we're going to endure. But we got to understand endure creates endurance, tolerance. So in Matthew chapter 24, verse 13, and I'm reading the New King James Version, it says, But he who endures to the end shall be saved. He who endures to the end shall be saved. And I'm going to say it again. He that endures to the end shall be saved. Christ went through the same thing. He was tempted. He was beaten. He was ridiculed. But you know what? He always stayed focused on God's will. He always stayed focused on the assignment that God gave him. And that's what Christ is trying to tell us. Christ is trying to tell us, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of the temptation, regarding the um, mental and physical being that you may be enduring, you know the ridicules that you may be going through, oh, you, saw, you call yourself a so-called Christian, and we will fall, we will falter. But one thing that Christ is telling us that we could get right back up dust off the sand off our body, shake our shoes, and keep moving. Because if you look at that last part of the verse, it says, he that endures to the end shall be saved. And that is our goal, is at the end we want to be saved. We want to relish in the gift of eternal life with the Lord And like I said, I know we want to throw in the towel and, you know, sometimes I'm preaching or I'm teaching the word of God. People are not listening or even if I'm going through things, I want to go to someone. I want to talk to someone about the pain and and, and the hurt that I'm feeling and I'm crying for help. And, and, And when you cry for help, sometimes it could be directly or indirectly. And you're like, God, can I get a moment? Can I get a breakthrough? Because I am going through so much. But we got to remember that God understands what you're going through. God sees your heart. He understands your circumstance. But you got to remember, too, God gave you the assignment. God told you this is what you need to do. And why? Because God knows that no one else could do it but you. That is why you're going through it, because God sees you as a person that can only do this task, this assignment. So let's think of ourselves as a, you know, as, as we were in school. And you have all these kids raising their hand because you know the teacher asks a question. You have all these kids raising their hand. And the instructor sometimes only pick that child that knows the answer. Well, think of Christ as the teacher. Christ picked you because he knows that you can do it. He knows that you will persevere. He knows that you may have the answer that that, uh, may bless someone with. Because everybody always have questions about God, about salvation. And sometimes people can't break it down the way that you can So we need to take this assignment, this gift, that God has bestowed on us and we need to run with it like we never ran before. And sometimes we got to sit back and we need to thank God for choosing you for choosing me to do this. Just just let this marinate for a little bit. That is your assignment. That is your assignment. No one else could do it but you. No one else. So in verses 5 and 6, Paul talks about when he went out there, he preached the word of God, there's going to be certain outcomes that can happen. So when we look at this verse... Like I said earlier about imprisonment, you're working hard for the Lord. Sometimes you may have insomnia, you know, because you're worried about things or or you're unable to sleep. You're fasting because you want to give it all to God. But here's a positive outcome from it. He said, by purity, by knowledge, long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love. Whatever you went through, something that was so bad or any situation that was so bad. And then towards the end of that situation, just see it as a storm. The storm is over. You realize that it was nothing but the grace of God that got you through it. It was nothing but the grace of God that got you through that situation, that got you through that storm. But not only that, God changed you. God changed you. And he changed you because you went through something that you'd never expect that you'd be able to overcome. So God gave us this choice. The choice is either... That situation, that storm, makes you a better person or that storm makes you a bitter person. The outcome of the situation is going to always be on you. So in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15, I'll be reading the New King James Version. It says, See, I have set before you today life, and good, death, and evil. God has set before you a life that is good, because it says life and good, or your life is going to be heading on, on the road of destruction because it's evil and it leads to death. So pick which one. In sports, people tend to lean towards the winning team. We all do. Like today is Super Bowl Sunday here in the United States. People always lean towards the winning team or you're one of the faithful fans that always support your team. Even if your team is on the verge of losing or has lost, ask yourself this question. Do you stand... By God or stand with God When he blesses you Or do you switch teams when you, when you are feeling defeated We always got to remember God is always going to win He already knows the outcome Satan already knows the outcome So why keep switching teams Satan already waiting for Christ to come He already knows this We should know that too We got to remember that Christ won. He went to the cross. He rose from the dead. He defeated death. And he has given us eternal life. We got this. Don't give up. Don't give up at all. Every morning, you should recite or memorize this verse. This is Psalms 51.10. And I I say this to myself every morning, every morning, because this verse basically is your life. Because, you know, King David is part of his prayer. He said, Psalms 51, verse 10, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. But it says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me or the right spirit within me. When I say this verse, every morning I feel refreshed. I feel renewed. I feel like the storms in my life are dissipating for a little bit. But I know that God will deliver me from it. And then when the storm, if it does decide to come back, I know that God is there. He's with me. And my faith has been refreshed. It has been renewed. God is a blessing to me. His, His word is a blessing to me. And I know God wants me to share it. And I know he wants people to feel the same way that I do every day. So think about this. Think about this. Create in me a clean heart, oh God. And renew a right or a steadfast spirit within me. And this ties in with verses 7 and 8. And this should inspire us when we go through our storms. You will have people that will love what you're doing for the Lord. And then you have people that dislike what you're doing for the Lord. As long as you are preaching the true word of God, he's with you. We're not supposed to alter it. We're not supposed to preach the word of God for our benefits because there's a lot of ministries out there that preach the word of God for their financial benefit. But the power of God is going to give you strength to fight and to block all the attacks from the enemy. So if you go back to the verse that says, By the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by the honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report as deceivers and yet true. So we're going to go through things, but God is going to give us the power attack, which is His word. And I don't know if you play video games, but there's always this one button that it builds up and then you do a power attack, which is God's word. And then God's word will block the attacks from the enemy. Amen. But in order to build up your power attack, you have to stay in God's word. You have to stay in prayer. And that's what God wants us. When we stay in God's word and we stay in prayer, we're basically demonstrating faithfulness to him. And God is, is working everything out in our lives. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2, in the New King James Version, it says, preach the word, be ready in and out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. Preach the word of God. Share it. Be ready at all times. There is someone out there that needs to hear something encouraging and the most encouraging. Words comes from the Bible. Satan will lock in. He will target on your weakness. He will exploit you. He will discourage you. But you need to ask God to keep you covered and to strengthen you. Because the blood of Christ cannot be penetrated. The blood of Christ... Cannot be penetrated Unless you allow the enemy In And weaken you But once you are covered by the blood of Christ You are showing Satan You are of God Christ didn't shed his blood for nothing His blood was shared To spare us From going into damnation With the enemy His blood was shed Because He loves us that much That he is willing To sacrifice his life To give us eternal life Do not let Satan exploit you Plead the blood Of Jesus Amen Amen So the last two verses, 9 and 10, it talks about our lifestyle as children of God. People will ignore you because you're serving God and you're doing everything you're called to do for Christ. And what I don't understand is why would people ignore you if you speak in the truth? When you hear something that is speaking God's truth. The word of God start pricking them and they start acting different to the point that they don't want to support you, they don't want to hear nothing that you have to say. But if you preach the word of God and you're sprinkling in <laughs> of how to get rich, people are all ears. All ears. They want to hear every trick of the enemy of how to get rich. And we need to establish what is considered being rich. People so focus on the spiritual rich- richness instead of uh, worried about uh what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is people still focus on the physical riches instead of worrying about the spiritual riches that we will receive at the end of our our lives here on earth, and we spend our eternity with Christ. So I think people are getting it mixed up. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3, in the New Living Translation, it says, For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching, They will follow their own desire and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. Sometimes people will set you up for failure. And that's when we have to pray and ask God to expose those people in our lives and replace them with people that is going to encourage us to stay faithful to God and his message. God is blessing us in our lives right now to share the word of God. And he has given us so many different platforms to do that on. We need, again, to stay focused and faithful. And sometimes we we may have to step back, renew our strength, because every day we're walking in, we're going into a spiritual battlefield. We're going to a spiritual battlefield and we have to be ready to fight. Mark chapter 1, verse 35, New King James Version, it says, Now in the morning have risen a long while before daylight. He went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. That's what Christ does. Every morning before he started his day, he walks away from his disciples, and he go pray because he wants to stay rooted and grounded and get the strength that he needs to endure to do God's work. We have to stay in prayer for our families, for our friends, for the world, the ministry, and most importantly, ourselves. God has already, he already knows what we're about to go through. He already knows what we're about to endure. He already knows. But he also knows that we could do it. We have to believe that we can do it. We have to know that we could do it. I am so excited to be back doing the podcast. I love sharing God's word. I love doing the podcast. And that is my assignment. So please, please, please keep me in prayer so that I will continue to keep doing this podcast and I will do the same. I will keep you in prayer. God need us out there to be winning souls and to be expanding his kingdom. So don't give up. God see your faithfulness, and God loves you. So as always, I encourage you to reread the scriptures for yourself so that you can get an understanding of what God is trying to tell you. I love you, take care, and God bless.
0: Hello, and thank you for listening to the Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I pray that you was blessed with the message. And if you have enjoyed the message and would like updates of new episodes, please subscribe and share with others. You can also leave us a message on the link that is posted on the podcast page. And you can follow us on our website, www.vbministry.com. www.vvministry.com. You could get updates of our weekly Bible studies, request prayer, and if you would like to contact us. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the podcast. May God bless you in every aspect of your life. Take care.